Assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. May the peace and blessings be upon all of you. Welcome to um, our first uh, episode of the Conviction Project, where we leave you with no doubts concerning Islam. So I have here my friend uh, Farhan Iqbal. And uh, Farhan, I guess the first question to ask really would be, what does conviction mean to you? Assalamu alaikum. Peace be on all of you. Um, it's a pleasure to be here. Conviction, I think, can be defined as certainty, right? Um, in life, in life, you look at anything. We're, we can't be certain about anything. Um, just recently, I came from a funeral, and it makes you wonder that is that the only thing that we can be certain about in our lives? Death. Right, because I've I've heard scholars say that 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 death is the only certainty there is, and um, conviction I think is 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 basically certainty about something. Mm-hmm. And how how do we really how do we move from certainty? How do we get certainty? Certainty, it's it's not. Uh, it's not it's not an easy way. I mean, from an Islamic perspective. Uh, it's it it takes steps it takes courage it takes determination it takes time right and in islam uh, without getting into too much of that theological aspects of it uh, the founder of the ahmadiyya muslim community mirza ghulam ahmad he has talked about three stages before reaching conviction and the first stage is uh, the stage where the self, the human self, incites to evil. The second stage is when you're better than that and you're starting to question everything and you're starting to move towards morality. And the third and final stage is the stage of conviction. You know, this reminds me of the story where um, if if you're in the distance and you see uh, smoke coming, you can probably speculate that there is probably a fire, but you're not sure. So you move closer and closer, and once you actually see um, the fire, then you think, oh, you know, this is a fire. It has the colors, it has the attributes um, of it all. But until you don't touch it and the fire responds back by burning you, you're not fully conviction. You, you don't have full conviction that it is a fire until it responds. There's a there's a surah in the Quran, Surah At-Takasur. Uh, you know, it do, if you get into depth in that surah, it talks about these three stages um, and how, uh, in this life, most people are, are are either the first stage or the second stage. The stage of conviction really is going to happen on the day of judgment for most people. Uh, and 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 but the the reality is that God has kept the door open people to reach that stage even in this life so like people like prophets and saints of a very high order you know not 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 everyday saints but saints who really spent their entire lives searching for god and eventually they reach this stage and interestingly uh, in in sufism in you know they have um, they, they also have talk about three stages one is fana the other is baqa and the third is liqa fana in, uh, these are very complex topics, but you know, just to, to touch upon them, fana is the the stage where 
where you have, yourself is annihilated, you give up everything which takes you towards the world. And uh, baka is the next stage. Once you have reached fana, once you have annihilated yourself in God, the next stage is baka, where God then, because you have destroyed yourself, God grants you baka, he grants you a second life. It's like being born again, right? And uh, once you excel in that stage, you finally reach liqa. Liqa means meeting. So you finally meet God, uh, even in this life. And that's the highest uh, stage. And that's conviction, I think. That's conviction. So conviction is a, is a spiritual process then? It's a spiritual process, definitely. Definitely. All right. I'm also thinking, um, so how can we as, as normal people, you know, you've mentioned saints, you've mentioned prophets. How can an everyday person like myself um, reach this stage of conviction? Or can I? That's what I'm saying. Uh, the door is open for everyone. In Islam, the door is open for every individual to go through these stages. So if you look into, uh, uh, get into more depth, uh, there's a book, The Philosophy of the Teachings of Islam by Mirza Ghulam Ahmed. Have a look at it. I mean, theological differences aside, just as, a, as an academic text, you can pick up that book um, and, and, and study it. And, and he talks about this, that the, the first stage is when a human being is, is, is into evil, he's into, he falls into temptation, he does all these things that he's not supposed to, or he or she is not supposed to. And, and, and that's a self that incites uh, to evil, nafse ammara, that's mentioned in the Quran as well in, in Surah Yusuf. Nafse ammara, right? It's a self that incites uh, to evil. And, and 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 then you go further from that stage, you get the nafse lavama, the self that uh, that that is reproaching itself, that always constantly constantly analyzing yourself. You sometimes do good, you sometimes do bad, um, and you're back and forth. That's nafse lavama, right? That's and then. Finally, when you really, really reach a high level of piety and vir virtue, um, virtue and, and righteousness, that's the nafse mutma'inna, the self that is content, the self that is satisfied. Um, and uh, that's conviction. I think that's the stage where, where a person uh, truly has conviction. So I'm hearing again that um, both all these, um, again, it's a very spiritual concept. Um, so I guess that just brings me naturally to a point where we have to start talking about spirituality. Um, what, what is spirituality in Islam? Spirituality is a very broad subject. Um, it can't really be defined um, in, in one or two statements, but this is one way. Um, the, the three stages that we talk about in Islam, this is spirituality. Um, Sufis have talked about it. Um, Mirza Ghulam Ahmed has talked about it in, in several books. He has talked about these three stages. And so, st you know, step, you know how they say chapter 1, verse 1 would be um, that, that in Islam it would be the Salat, right? It's, it's, that's where you start, the five daily prayers uh, where you begin your journey and ensure that five different times during the day you 
try to talk to God. You try to reach out to God. Um, and then from there, uh, you grow and grow and grow. And, and so for an ordinary person, that, that is the starting point. Um, you know, people talk about different kinds of worship and uh, picking up uh, some uh, tasbih or something like that and, and, and going on these journeys and spiritual journeys. That's fine. But it really starts with that basic form of worship which we offer every day. So it could start earlier than that, and it could start just from a basic remembrance of God. But you're saying that um, from a theological point of view, the structure should be based on Salat. Right. I mean, this Salat is, is, is the starting point, I would say. Um, it's the... Uh, it's, it's the... Uh, the building block, I would say, uh, that uh, you start there, um, and, and and it really grows into something else. You 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 start to enjoy the prayer. Prayer doesn't feel like a burden anymore. Um, it becomes a, like a second nature. It's like you always do it, and uh, and 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 you go from there. And there comes a time when prayer is so enjoyable that you 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 just don't stick to the to the first prayers, the the obligatory prayers. You move on to the nawafil, which is the voluntary prayers, and then you you start. You know, even a lot of people uh, believe that the prayer is just in Arabic. That's fine. You can offer the Arabic prayer, but when you go in sajda, for instance, in the prostration, after the required readings, you can speak to God in your own language, right? Our own language has a in an emotional connection with us and uh, we can we can start speaking to God in our own language and then it go, grows and grows from there right and it's it's a journey it's not it's not something that's going to happen overnight or even a few months or in a few years it, it it takes time right the only thing is there's one interesting thing Mirza Ghulam Ahmed has uh, has written he said that if you are true to the Quran and if you're sincere to the Quran it can transform you in seven days right but the thing is that none of us really goes through seven days without doing something which might be uh, contrary to the teachings of the Quran and so that's why our spiritual progress can can be hampered so if we really want to progress uh, we have to become really truly um, true followers of, of, of the teachings of the Quran I had a thought earlier that um, a lot of a lot of friends that I have, they would say to me, um, well, you know, I don't need to wake up early. I don't need to wake up at 5 a.m. in the morning to pray. Um, I, just, I can just remember God in other ways. Um, what would you say to, to people who have that sort of thinking? Those people, if they want to pray in different ways, I can't stop them from, from uh, what they want to pursue. Um, but the, the idea from an Islamic perspective, again, is that God has taught us a form of prayer and there must be reason behind it. We believe that that is the best form of prayer that a person, a human being, can offer to God. Um, you look at other religions, you look at Buddhism, you look at Hinduism, you look at you look at. Christianity, you look at the way Jesus was praying in the Gospels, um, the the night before he was crucified, he, the way he was praying, it's, it, there's a lot of detail there. 
you know so in some nations you find them prostrating in some nations you find them bowing down some nations you find them just standing in a humble way in some place in some cultures you find them lying down islam has given us a prayer which combines all those things and puts it into one package right so to speak so that one package is given to us and we can benefit from all the different forms of worship and put it into one so i think sometimes it can become an excuse that oh i i i, I do some zikr that's good zikr is a, is is a good thing i mean there's nothing wrong with that but it shouldn't be become an excuse to get away from prayer for those of our viewers that don't know what zikr is what's zikr yeah zikr is remembrance of god right so it's just that you say holy is god and you keep saying that keep saying that for however long and you say that is your prayer that's fine the remembrance of god in that way is fine but you shouldn't exclude the prayer the prayer is something that came us came to us through prophet muhammad peace be upon him and uh, that is something that he was taught by god right so if that prayer got him so close to god why would i doubt that such a prayer wouldn't take me to god so our certainty lies um in thinking that in believing actually or having faith that the way of the holy prophet peace and blessings be upon him um is a way that is taught from god right so therefore that has to be the best way right all right um one last point before we finish off um you mentioned um really like a lot of different religions you mentioned that the first step would be salat then you also mentioned teachings from the quran and then lastly now we've ended up on teachings of the holy prophet um if someone isn't really into religiosity or if someone isn't really into religion but they still want to have this spiritual connection is that possible if someone is not into religion and they want to feel spiritual um i i think my advice to them would would be to try one of these things um you can't in our opinion you can't really be truly spiritual if you're not doing one of these these things that are that are prescribed in islam so i'm not asking anyone to accept islam but they can come by to our mosque and just try it out right Wh- how the prayer is done i've seen people try it out and feel the spirituality right or we talked about zikr uh, they can try it out uh, the best form of zikr in islam one of the best forms of zikr in islam is the very first chapter in the holy quran which is surah al-fatiha is the opening chapter of the quran it's just seven short verses uh, if you can read arabic that's fine if you can just take the english and 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 just recite it with a passion or with sincerity um and i don't think you can object to the subject matter of that if you want to be spiritual it talks about spirituality that prayer doesn't say you have to become a muslim doesn't say anything like that it's just a very basic simple prayer you can offer that and and see where that you, takes you or you can come to our mosque and 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 experience the 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 salat and see if, if any spirituality comes out of it So yes next time we'll continue um with what happens um if that doesn't come for you 
Um, we're almost at time, so thank you very much for listening. Um, if you still have doubts, uh, feel free to reach out to us. Um, we'll be providing our email in the description. Um, and we'll see you next week.